the government's big reveal on immigration today, and if you were hoping for an open, expansive sort of approach to people, labour, culture and skills, uh, I think you're probably going to be disappointed. The broad theme is we'll be targeting highly skilled workers as, <laughs> as though that's new. We've always done that, which means HOSPO might be in a bit of trouble here. Julie White's the CEO of Hospitality New Zealand. Back with us. Morning, Julie. Good morning, Mike. i got a bit of a sinking feeling. What about you? Oh, what a shambles, Mike. Um, well, this is really, you know what? I do not know one hospitality or accommodation operator who is who is able to operate at 100% due to the labour shortages. Now, interestingly enough, the government's uh, supposedly silver bullet with this new reset or rebalance, they, they extended 18,000 visas, you know, the working holiday mm-hmm. visas. Uh, three weeks ago, a total of 73 have arrived. I'm hearing from our members more people are leaving than arriving. So this new framework is really going to put a handbrake on our ability to, and don't forget, we've got to repay some debt over the last two years that we've accumulated. So we need to get to 100% operating. So, you know, having to pay key um, migrants more at the expense of Kiwis just does not seem to be fit for purpose. As far as the skills are concerned and what they're looking to achieve, do things like chefs mm. fit under that and you'll be able to get away with that or that'll help out in some way or not? Well, Mike, we've been working over the last three months like pleading for them to carve that out. So three months ago, chefs were not on the list. We're very close to having them the ability to get chefs into the country because we just can't operate without chefs, right? Can they? Here's what I don't understand. Surely they don't argue. I mean, their initial argument was, look, get some New Zealanders, pay them more, they'll fill the gaps. To a degree in certain areas, depending on what sort of sector you're in, that that kind of worked. And now we're tapped out. There are no more people. Therefore, you must bring in people from offshore. Do they not understand that? Well, it's landing on deaf ears then because it, we certainly haven't been backwards in coming forward and telling them about the labour shortage. You know, we would, if we could, attract and upskill more New Zealanders. There's just no many, no more New Zealanders available. No. Just, just want to keep in mind, like before COVID, 29% of the migrant workers, that's what made up our workforce. The hospitality sector in holistic made up 17% of the migrants. We are no longer even a sector, an immigration sector. And so this is what we're pleading with the immigration team is put us back on a sector deal. Now, the other things we are dealing with, don't forget we've got inflation, but when the rubber hits the road from a hospitality point of view, our inflation is exponentially more than that. Like carrots and onions have gone up 70%. Yeah. So we're trying our best to operate in these new highly inflated times. We just need now access to labour so we can start recovering. And Mike, what I'm calling is this is now going to be a shared problem. It's going to be a shared problem for operators. It's going to be a shared problem for consumers. The prices are going to go up and it's going to be a problem for communities because businesses are going exactly. to shut. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, I can see it. You can see it. Why they can't see it, I've got no idea. Julie, appreciate it as always. Hospitality New Zealand CEO.